to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy explores the concept of samsara as depicted in the Wheel of Life. Welcome. In the last episode, I talked a little bit about basic terms samsara and nirvana and the dance between them. The term nirvana has many different meanings. The flavor of nirvana is peace, as opposed to struggle. It's fluidity, as opposed to fixation. It's freedom, as opposed to entrapment. And it's ease, as opposed to agitation. And it's those energies that are being worked with in many ways in meditation practice and in study within the Buddha Dharma. So I'd like if you invite you to bear with me as we go into more details of particularly of the samsaric side. As uh, I mentioned in the last talk with a quote, looking into samsara through meditation and study and understanding its ins and outs is where we really find nirvana. It's not like nirvana is somewhere and samsara is somewhere else, different uh, realities totally, but they're present possibilities, you could say, in everything that we go about. And the Buddhist teachings are so precise and so thorough in helping us to really understand this and how to work with it. So, samsara and nirvana, continuing the saga. That's what we're doing. There's a traditional image in the Tibetan Buddhism that you might have seen. It's very familiar in many tankas and paintings. It is called the Wheel of Life, and that's a visual representation of the teachings that I'll be touching on in this session and a couple more sessions probably as well. And it pictures uh, our life, our roundabout, going in circles life, uh, as a kind of a wheel that rolls along and that we keep pushing uh, along. Talk about Sisyphus, like Sisyphus. It's uh, Instead of a big boulder, it's like pushing a wheel up a hill over and over and over again. Anyway, I guess the Greeks had an idea of samsara as well. So it breaks it down into lots of different components, and I'd like just to talk about the hub of the wheel today, the hub of the wheel, the wheel of samsara, wheel of life. And another point really is that as the image of the wheel of life, it has the whole thing held within the jaws of a demon called Yama represents death. This is a deathly approach to things, is the idea. The wheel held in the jaws of Yama, or death. It's interesting, because the wheel is also a very positive image in Buddhism. The Buddha is said to turn the wheel of the Dharma. So you could say it's kind of the uh, side A and side B. We're turning the wheel of samsara. Meanwhile, Buddha's busy turning the wheel of nirvana. So hopefully there could be some interplay there that we can work with, some little gap that <laughs> connects the two somehow. Anyway, I'd like to talk about really simple things, and I've touched on them before, I'm pretty sure. Is that the hub, the hub of the wheel, at the center, at the kind of the ground or hub, nub, however you want to call it, are three uh, forces. There's uh, called passion, aggression, and ignorance. Passion, aggression, ignorance. And they're actually portrayed by a rooster 
a pig, and a snake. The rooster represents passion, the pig, ignorance, and the snake, aggression. It's kind of unfair to the animals, but nonetheless, that's the image. So fundamentally, these uh, terms, maybe those terms sound a little bit abstract in a way. Fundamentally, it means that the hub of the wheel, what keeps it steadily on the road, is continuing struggles we have to grasp onto things, to push things away, and to ignore things. We do all of those from one time to another, and we never can rest anywhere because of that. Whatever is happening, whatever experience we have, good, bad, happy, sad, any kind of experience we have, we're either trying to hold on to it because we like it, we're trying to push it away because we don't, or we just don't want to deal with it. And the same is how we deal with problems, we, how we deal with other people and situations. They're always tainted, always kind of reflecting back on what did it do for me? What does it do for me? How can I hold it? How can I make it stay? How can I make it go away? How can I let it not bother me? How can I just not be bothered and just close down? And you can see how these three, passion, aggression, and ignoring, are very much connected with our view of things, how we think about things altogether, how we think things should be, how we try to mold our world to our satisfaction, to our personal satisfaction. The other thing about this pattern is not so much that we should not like things or dislike things or prefer not to think about everything all the time. That would be ridiculous or impossible. It's more about how this pattern has such a deep hold on us. There's a desperation quality in how we go about liking and disliking, pulling in or pushing away. We have an agenda. What is that agenda? The agenda is perpetuating such a fundamental error at the heart of things, which is our idea of being separate, alienated, and in need of protection. We keep struggling to protect our precious little self, our precious little ego. So the play of passion, hold on. Aggression, push away. Ignorance, why bother? Is at the hub of the wheel of samsara, and is how samsara is perpetuated. These three, this hub of this wheel, is pretty much the pattern at the core that perpetuates the struggles of samsara all the time. Struggle and struggle, and no sense of ease, peace, or well-being. That is the core feeder of the ongoingness of samsara, according to the teachings of the Wheel of Life. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.